0: Back, something small. Take what you need and we disappear. Without a trace we be gone. gone. The moon and the stars, we the Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and thirty-four of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And that intro can only mean one thing. Tonight, we're being joined by the CEO of Chateau Relaxo as we unpack our recent Spring Break 2021 World Domination Tour. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And like I said in the intro, we are joined tonight by the CEO of Chateau Relaxo. She's back with us again, and we're going to unpack, complete unintended, our recent spring break 2021 trip. And if you've been following along, at this point, I have been gone for 20 plus days within two or three days of returning home When we had an issue come up and I was not coming home for at least another week, only to return home, get back in the car and head out for spring break. So the CEO came up with the idea that she would fly into Atlanta, meet me there, and then we would take off from spring break. So you're the first one to fly in over a year. I have not flown myself. What was the Atlanta or what was the Orlando Airport like?
1: The Orlando Airport. It was Friday, the first day of spring break, and I flew out of Southwest, and there was a lot of families that were looking to also leave Central Florida.
0: And was there any difference in the boarding procedure? Typically, we board in the first, I don't know, 30 or 40 seats. Was there any difference in how they boarded the planes?
1: They boarded social distancing, and they boarded 1 through 10, and then 21 through 30, so they only boarded 10 at a time.
0: And so and actually Southwest just changed that, what, this last week or so? They went back to their typical cattle car boarding. And empty middle seats, yes or no?
1: No. The so flight was
0: full. Completely packed. <laughs> How about snacks?
1: Uh, they gave us a small package of like peanuts, and then they gave us glasses of water.
0: So no sodas or anything like that? No. Wow. So picked you up at the Atlanta airport and Atlanta airport. I didn't notice any major differences other than everybody was wearing a mask, but going through the airport, nothing on your side.
1: No, no. It would seem like it was status quo. Uh, when I did go into the ladies room, the woman was reminding us to wash our hands and wear our masks. So
0: in case you've been living under a rock for the last year or for your whole life, it's probably a good idea to wash your hands after you leave the bathroom or on the way out. So our first stop was Asheville, North Carolina, our second trip there. And our first trip there was pretty short. I think all we did was Biltmore House.
1: The first time, yes.
0: Yeah, and and then we pretty much punched out, and I think we headed up to, to Boone from there. So our first stop, our first hotel was The Foundry, and it was right in the middle of downtown, close to just about everything. Uh, they only offered valet, which uh, I hate, and the reason is, right off the bat, I left my phone in the car and had to retrieve my keys and run down the hill to get my car, so.
1: The history with the foundry was pretty interesting. It was an old mill.
0: It was an old supply and foundry company, and they turned it into, I think, an 87-room hotel, uh, very, what, luxury and mixed with industrial, with a side of fusion. (laughs)
1: Yes, it's all red brick, and uh, you could see the uh, old windows for a factory. The uh, place where we went to eat looked like it was the old cafeteria, and the um, bar was a gigantic conference room or offices? Looks like they knocked down the walls
0: and and the windows were they were gorgeous. I mean, they were these huge huge arched windows, probably I'm going to guess fifteen to twenty feet in height. Even our hotel room was the same way. We had brick on what one or two of the walls, but looking out over the courtyard were just these magnificent huge arched glass windows. Um, And the COVID restrictions going in there, I was reading, people were really blasting the hotel that if in between sips or bites of your food, if you didn't have your mask on, they were right hanging over you. But we didn't experience any of that.
1: No.
0: They were all pretty good. I think I had a uh, smoked old fashioned um, to wind down the trip. I think you went with the vodka and Diet Coke. Um, The room had an espresso machine.
1: Nespresso.
0: Nespresso. So which was new (laughs) to both of us. And uh it was kind of interesting that we had a thirty dollar breakfast credit at the Ben on Eagle, which was I guess the old cafeteria, and breakfast was okay. I you know, I don't know if I, I think we ended up with a thirty dollar credit. We still ended up spending five or six bucks each day for nothing more than a bagel sandwich and a plate of eggs, and that was about it. So
1: it's interesting. The restaurant's name was Ben on Eagle in the courtyard, and the building surrounded this courtyard, it was in a circular. Tape, and it looked like a golf course
0: it was not nice. it was it was a nice it was it was chilly mm-hmm. uh, we went out there i think we took our drinks out there the first night to sit on the lawn and bailed after about 15 or 20 minutes or so
1: it was a high of 50 <laughs> and,
0: and cool and rainy which is typical for this up there this time of year so you get a lot of people hiking the appalachian trail and if you follow any of them it is just rain and doom and gloom almost all the way till the end of may up that that area so next morning we got up, we headed into the old Biltmore village. Correct. And the, the Biltmore Village is basically the village that the construction people on Biltmore House lived in while they built the house out. And we stopped at New Morning Gallery, mm-hmm. which is pretty eclectic uh local artist. Yeah, artisans and artists. Uh it's been there for I think almost 50 years. I know I've been going there, visiting there for probably 30 years. Uh what do we leave? I think we left with a glass wind chime.
1: The artwork ranges from paintings to furniture to glasswork to pottery. Um very, very eclectic. Expensive. Expensive. And not
0: cheap. Years ago. I think on our last trip there, that was where I came up with the beer cap mirror that I have. They wanted, I don't know, three or four hundred bucks for this mirror that was the frame was outlined with beer caps. And I think we came home and found a $5 mirror at Walmart and nailed a bunch of beer caps to it and came up with something pretty close for minus the cost of the beer, about 30 bucks. And
1: it's still hanging in our house. Still
0: hanging in the house. It's made it through uh, Frickford Farms and now on to um, Chateau Relax. Oh, uh, from there, we went across the street to the Southern Highland Craft Guild which is home to another, what, 200 artisans or so. Um, And there we saw some different things. We saw clothing, uh, crafted clothing. Jewelry. Crafted jewelry, things that we didn't see at New Morning Gallery. And then after we left there, went over to the Casablanca Cigar Bar, which was actually pretty nice. I don't think you could even, when you walked in, you didn't get the heavy odor of smoke in the cigar lounge, which was nice. After that, back to downtown for the afternoon. We passed on the White Duck Taco Shop for lunch. We'd eaten it the one last time we were here, mm-hmm. and ended up at the Farm Burger of Asheville. What did you think of that?
1: Uh, it was interesting. I forget what was on my burger.
0: I ended up with a with a chicken local chicken burger with a goat cheese and radish. For whatever reason, every place we went in Asheville, they were trying to give away radishes. So I don't know if it's the radish capital of North Carolina Asheville or if it is just the radish capital of the southeast but um and then from there wicked weed brewery uh what was your impression
1: it was nice. It was a good wait to get in. They had a nice outdoor patio, which they had um, put the screens down because it was probably 40, 41.
0: It was it was still dropping. I think I had on a just a Eddie Bauer Polar Tech vest. I wish I had brought my, as I always talk about my Nano Puff Patagonia jacket. It probably would have been better, better suited for the weather. I, surprisingly or not, was not that impressed by Wicked Weed. Um, I like their beer, but. The, uh, I wanted their uh, hoppy flight. They were out of a couple beers on their hoppy flight. Um, we did have a pretty decent charcuterie board. that was actually pretty tasty, but I just, overall, I just, I don't think it was worth a 40 minute wait to get in. Uh, went back to the room that night and just, I think that was what we had for dinner was a charcuterie board. And that was it. Yeah. We didn't.
1: It was rainy and cold outside.
0: Well, so we got up the next morning and left for, Pigeon Forge, oh. <laughs> which you've never which you've never been to. And typically we do tend to be pretty loosey-goosey when we travel. Um, so we headed out I-40 over towards um, Pigeon Forge and then took a side trip through Maggie Valley, which is typical
1: tourist stop. Uh,
0: that's it. I mean, if you think back to the road trips of the 70s with your parents and the wood-grained uh, station wagon Vista Cruiser, that's what you would take through all Maggie Valley.
1: Buffet, Lots of all you can Digging eat. for gyms and mom and pop hotels.
0: And then from there up through Cherokee, which to me was disappointing. It had been a few years since I've been to Cherokee. I used to head that way uh, when I would do a lot of fly fishing. But it really looked rundown and banged up except for the casino. The casino. <laughs> so that I think is what... Cherokee is basing uh, most of their revenue stream on is now the casino business and took uh, 441 out of Cherokee up towards Pigeon Forge, stopped at the visitor center what right at the base of 441 going up through the mountains and walked the farm and it was packed Um, a lot of people there most everybody had a a mask on so I think every place we went
1: the the, the, um, national park yeah Yeah. every,
0: every place we went I think everybody was Pretty much practicing wearing masks and social behavior or social distancing.
1: The gift shop was very crowded.
0: It was. That was probably, but everybody had masks on. And from there, we stopped at the Mingus Mill, which was an old 1800, late 1800 grist mill. Beautiful setting. Yes. I think we took a, a ton of pictures up that way. And then the uphill and downhill winding road into Pigeon Ford. So do you remember all the traffic that was parked on the side of the road heading into Pigeon Forge? We were like, what in the world is that? Yes. So that was the Loom Cave Trailhead, and uh, it's a cave. So they, there was tons of picture. It's a round trip, seven to ten miles. Uh, I'm sorry, seven to ten hour hike. So all those people parked on the side of the road were going to be there the better part of the day.
1: And it was probably about 50 cars. It
0: was, it was, I really thought maybe the AT crossed close by there and these people were handing out, you know, trail magic where they bring drinks and sodas for the hikers. But no, it was a seven to 10 hour round trip hike to see a cave. So from there we rolled into Pigeon Forge late afternoon. What was your first impression of Pigeon Forge?
1: Um, it was a kicked
0: up notch of Las Vegas. It is the, uh, Myrtle beach of the mountains. I think, you know, how we call places Nash Vegas. And with all the neon, I would say they have a, a ton of neon in pigeon forge. How many pancake restaurants? I
1: think
0: we counted 20. <laughs> yes. And old time photograph stops. Uh, numerous I, and putt, putt golfs. And, uh... we picked the wrong putt, putt golf course of all the putt, putt golf courses. We picked the wrong one and. I don't understand the fascination with old-timey photographs, you know, where they dress you up like your little house on the prairie and give you a jug of booze and a shotgun and take your picture, but it's big there.
1: And in Pigeon Forge, they were not um, requiring people to wear face masks.
0: That's true. That was probably the first place where we saw that. And of course, there was a Jimmy Buffett.
1: Margaritaville.
0: Margaritaville. Jimmy Buffett, who's never met a dollar that he doesn't like. He has a Margaritaville right on the main drag. Uh, Traffic is thick. It almost reminds me of spring break when we were growing up in Fort Lauderdale. Um, Make reservations for dinner. Yes. Wherever you go.
1: Or a show. or Numerous shows.
0: Yeah, Tom, it's very similar to Branson. If you've ever been to Branson, very similar outlay or theme to it. We ended up at Johnny Carino's, which was, I think it's the first time I've been to a Johnny Carino's.
1: We both thought it was uh, the chef.
0: We thought it was Guy Fieri's place, but no, I think that's Johnny Garland. Yeah, I thought I was firmly convinced that that was a Guy Mm -hmm. Fieri because I could see that uh, Pigeon Forge fitting right in with his MO, just like Jimmy Buffett's. But no, we weren't allowed to sit at the bar while we waited for our table, which was, I guess they lost out on some money from us. And they gave us greasy menus.
1: Yes, very dirty menus.
0: Spent a day, a night there. Went to the old. There's a distillery there with some kind of a Tennessee moonshine that they make. Uh, That place was crowded. Nobody was wearing masks. Um, I think we walked in and we didn't even do a tasting or anything.
1: We we did the rounds and we walked out. That
0: was it. Pigeon Forge. That was my second trip. Been there, done that. You agree? Mm -hmm.
1: Two thumbs down. Not going back. All right.
0: Maybe we'll do a thumbs up, thumbs down at the end of this. So, leaving Pigeon Forge, we got to go back over the mountain. And what did we see at the top of Newfound Gap? I don't remember. The Wiener Wienermobile.
1: Oh, that's right. He was on the lookout.
0: <laughs> he was at the very top. And I could only think a few things in this world worse than driving the Wiener Wienermobile.
1: Around those curves. In
0: 441. And we wanted to go to Clingman's Dome. And if if you spend any time looking at pictures on the Appalachian Trail or the uh, North Carolina, you'll see pictures of Clingman's Dome. It's this giant cement structure uh, with a walkway out to it. And for whatever reason, it was... Uh, It was closed and uh, nobody could get out there. Road was closed or side road was closed. So from there, came back down the mountain, skirted around Cherokee, headed into Cashiers, North Carolina. And uh, other than the waterfall that we stopped to see. We
1: stopped at Wendy's for lunch. It was very small, quaint town. Um, Definitely a tourist town. Property was between three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars.
0: If without a view. I think if you ended up with a view that uh, you would get up a lot more. But other than the waterfalls, I was I'd heard about cashiers first time I've been there, was not impressed. Then we headed into Highlands and the hotel that you had booked, which was
1: Old Edwards Inn.
0: Old Edwards Spawn Inn or Old Edwards, which is a huge complex. It covers multiple city blocks. I think it it takes up a good part of the islands downtown area and of course we went to the wrong entrance or the wrong check-in which had i think four concierge but we had booked at a different we had booked at the lodge where we had our own lodge so we went back to the other entrance which only had or or only the second check-in which only had two concierge and that's where we met nigel nigel and so nigel welcomed us with champagne yep so any place that offers you champagne at check-in.
1: Well, Foundry offered us champagne.
0: That's true. They didn't offer me. They offered you. So uh, any place that offers you uh, champagne at check-in, do yourself a favor and take it. But Nigel had to sit at a desk like we were doing what? Buying a car. <laughs> Next thing you know, he kind of pulled out the uh, menu card of their spa where we could get a two or $300 hot rock massage
1: acupuncture Acupuncture.
0: I could only imagine couple spot we're not very
1: very romantic place yeah. to stay
0: we're not we're not spot people I'm we're not. food people. we're food people give us food and <laughs> something to walk around in so Nigel of course met us at our room It was just like what was it Fantasy Island with tattoo every place you would go Nigel was there he, he was constantly checking in with us via text messages the room we had a you walked in and it had a seating area and then it was
1: an old house.
0: Yeah, it was an old house. And you you walk
1: in the entryway and to your left is a door that you go into. The door was locked and you used your room key and it was a sitting area with a couch, two chairs and a fireplace and a TV. And then there's two rooms that are connected with this sitting area and our room then you use your key again and get into our actual hotel room.
0: But I didn't realize that. I thought that the common area was ours and ours alone. And thank God I didn't go out there and turn on the fireplace and sit down on the sofa and my underwear, but it was a, a shared common area between the two rooms. Uh, walked into our room. The closet was huge. I'd say the closet had to be ten by four by 10. No, no. 10 by 10. It was, it was huge. It had, Two rows. It had another Nespresso machine as well as a refrigerator. All that was kind of packed into the uh, into the, uh, the
1: your robe, your slippers. Uh,
0: any anytime they give you a robe to wear, make sure you wear the robe. But it had some nice things. The uh, tile in the bathroom was heated.
1: The towel racks were the t- heated. T- tile
0: rack was heated. Very fancy. We had a wonderful screened-in back porch, so we mm-hmm. ended up
1: couple
0: tables and chairs yeah so we ended up I think we wound down the day there for the most part I think we ran over and ordered a pizza from the uh four six five wood fired pizza restaurant that was that was pretty good very comfortable bed yes one of the best beds you've ever had yes huge tv probably 60 70 inch tv in the room complete with a sound bar uh, what else did it? A
1: have? desk, a couple really nice chairs yeah, to w- fit in.
0: Really comfortable chairs. I mean, it was a very large room. It was it was big. It was uh, it was nice. So, the town, um, real estate offices and builders, right? The downtown area. We've it rained the the Thursday morning.
1: Rain till about twelve thirty.
0: Right, so and it was
1: very, very foggy. Went to a good restaurant for breakfast Thursday morning. We
0: did the Blue Bike Cafe, um, all local or what do they call it? Farm to table. I call it farm to belly, but everything was farm to table. Nice omelets. Everybody very friendly. I mean, it's definitely a town that's dependent on tourists. Downtown area
1: was a lot of Chachki stores. Yeah,
0: not touristy. Not like Pigeon Forge. A little bit higher end. Furniture, decorations, home goods. And found a found a couple. A really nice
1: gym store.
0: Yeah, I found a really cool gym store. So if you're into what is it, geodes, where they crack the rocks in half. They had they had some huge geodes, five or six thousand dollar geodes on display. I don't know how many of them they sell. And then it's one of those things like, well, how do you get this thing home once you buy it? Because they were probably 36 inches tall. And they, there was two of them. They were, it was absolutely huge. And then from there, we headed back home. Um, Nothing spectacular on the trip. Of what about a nine and a half, ten-hour road trip back home, other than stopping at Bucky's, (laughs) south of Macon. What was your impression of Bucky's?
1: Bucky's is like a Walmart. (laughs) Very crowded. People some wearing masks, some not wearing masks. Restrooms were extremely clean. They probably had about forty gasoline pumps. Oh, at least. And you could order your food, prepared meals, shopping for clothes or coolers.
0: You could, you could be going to grandma's for a birthday and leave the your house with nothing and stop at Bucky's and get everything from a card to a gift to wrapping paper and then the tape and scissors to to uh, to wrap it up with. So, but that ended up the trip. So I was gone from Chateau Relaxo for almost. 30 days straight, which originally turned out to be about a seven day, maybe 10 day road trip turned into significantly longer about 1400 miles total. Um, So let's play thumbs up thumbs down since you gave so what thumbs up thumbs down on the foundry in Asheville,
1: I would say thumbs up it was very nice, very expensive, um, relaxing.
0: And uh, I would give it thumbs up. Now we paid, we paid points for that one, but yeah, it was not, that would not, I don't know if I would pay for that room. I probably would have found a, a Hampton a couple blocks over if I was paying cash. Uh farm burger restaurant we ate at?
1: Um, a farm burger was definitely a couple kids starting it. I would give it a, a shake of the hand. Eh.
0: Just a, a middle of the road. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would give it thumbs up. I mean, I like Kraft burgers and uh, the beef they used at
1: farm burger.
0: Was it the, the Wagyu? Was it Wagyu? Well, I had chicken, so I don't know what, what you had. But we had some kind of a tater tots, uh, cheese, and jalapenos. it oh, was actually um, good. Pimento cheese. Pimento cheese, yes, which I'm not a huge pimento cheese fan, but that was actually pretty good. Uh, Wicked Weed.
1: I would give it a shake of the hand. So, yeah.
0: so. I'd I give it a thumbs down. I was definitely disappointed. I love their beer. We have it at the local Publix here. But being a beer guy uh, or a beer person, being uh, working with diversity, uh, being a beer person, I would just give it a. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. Now, we stayed at the Black Fox Hotel in Pigeon Forge, which is a Hilton property. First time I've ever stayed, or I may only be the only one of the Black Foxes ever. Um, thoughts on it?
1: Um, so, so.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a. it was a Hilton. We were overlooking the river that ran through Pigeon Forge, which wasn't wasn't bad, had a little bit of a deck, but there was no desk.
1: Nope.
0: Um, there wasn't even a chair. It was just the a
1: bathroom was extremely small. Yeah,
0: just a couple beds. And of course, Pigeon Forge being, you know, a Myrtle Beach of the Mountains or you know, a lot of timeshares. Um, you know, they're probably fighting for every bit of room space they could have. I think they were getting ready to have a Corvette show. There was a ton of Corvettes in the parking lot.
1: Yeah, there's um, a Corvette Museum there.
0: Oh, it's okay. Well, that's probably they're doing something with that. Johnny Carino's.
1: Um, their food was good. Yep. Their um, cleanliness, I would say, not good, especially being we're in the tail end of a pandemic. The staff, the guy at the front desk, was very customer service friendly, and he could have washed those. Um, Menus yeah, he could have to- he could
0: have been doing something. I'm not usually one to moan, but I think I gave them two stars on on Yelp or Google reviews. Food was good, but everything else surrounding it just wasn't. Uh, old Edward Spawn in,
1: I would give that a four and a half to a five. Yep. The only complaint I had is weather, and they have nothing to do with that.
0: <laughs> Unless it was in a bubble, but yeah, everything was was spot on. Plus, they give you unlimited dove. Ice cream bars, Dove ice cream, which we did not take advantage of, because I would have loved to found out how many Dove bars is actually unlimited. But they, but the weather
1: was so bad, you didn't really venture out your room.
0: Didn't feel like so. It
1: came in nice to have a really nice hotel room.
0: Yep, it was good. It was probably one of the better rooms I think that we've that we've uh, that we've ever had. Well, that's okay. So let's talk about it. So uh, we've traveled a lot. We had a great place in New Orleans. Right, that was mm-hmm. a timeshare that was right, right, right off Bourbon Street, um, Alexandria. Same thing. We we had a timeshare there. We took the uh, the train into DC. And if you've never been to DC, if you want a really inexpensive vacation, DC is the thing to to do because everything in uh, Washington is for the most part free or complimentary due to your taxes. Just expensive to eat. I think we we spent. 70 or 80 bucks on salads one day for lunch there. So there, remember the Hilton in the trees down in Key Largo?
1: Yes.
0: So we had a, there's a Hilton down there. We had the penthouse at the Hyatt in downtown Atlanta, right? Remember that one? Which if that had been a longer visit, that would probably be one of my, that would probably be the top hotel of all time because it was just, it was huge. But we were there for one night and then Old Edward. So of all those, what do you think? Would What was your favorite?
1: I would definitely go with Old Edwards.
0: I, I would agree on that one. So Old Edwards, we give, both give it a five-star. The restaurant, the 465 Wooden Bistro Cafe, we had pizza, and then we went back, and I think we had lunch there the next Sadly, day. Sadly,
1: we did not um, patronize all the restaurants. We went off property to the Blue Bite Cafe, but there's a Madison's there that serves breakfast, and then supposedly there's a... Um, a smoking lounge or something like that on the property that also serves food. And, you know, from reviews I read, they had very nice dinners. So I thought 465 Woodfire Bistro was the nice review restaurant. And when we went in there for lunch the next day, we found out it was more, it was small. Yeah. It, it only had about 15 or 20 tables and it was it, basically they sold pizza
0: yeah but it was good pizza and sandwiches it wasn't bad uh blue bike cafe thumbs up
1: thumbs up definitely
0: and then bucky's
1: bucky's for a person whose anxiety gets shot (laughs) up with the crowd i would i would say it's a nice place and all that but it was too overstimulating for me okay too many people
0: and so now we're back to the real world of going to work every day yay until so where's the next trip to
1: um, I don't know. I have forty two days left of work.
0: <laughs> that's that's what you're counting down. <laughs> I don't know, because yeah, we had planned we had planned several different and this one we really didn't know what we were gonna do until I got kind of stranded up in the uh in the Georgia area. And it's better than having to go home and then turn right around and drive, you know, nine or ten hours to start a vacation. So it worked out pretty well. You got your first COVID vaccine.
1: Yes. Last week I got the Moderna. So now April, middle of April, I get my second one and um, hopefully you'll be able to get on the list. I keep,
0: I keep checking. I'm, I'm not, I'm not that nervous about having them. The reason I would do it right now is probably to give customers that I meet with or clients that I meet with a peace of mind. Um, But for me, as much as I've been around and traveling in the last five or six months, I'm not that concerned with it. We had the incident in the house where we had somebody with COVID in the house and uh me being a mallet head actually uh drank from the same gin glass as they did. And uh they were positive and none of the five of us got uh any symptoms. No well, knock on wood as they say, but uh definitely wear a mask. If you get on a plane, plan to wear a mask. If you uh go to an airport, plan to wear a mask, right?
1: In the state of North Carolina, plan to wear,
0: a mask. to wear masks. So. They don't
1: let you anywhere without a mask on.
0: Well, once you get into Pigeon Forge, it's whatever. Hats off. <laughs> it's, it gloves but that's off. Tennessee. That's true. Well, that wraps it up. Hopefully, we can get you back in here again before the end of 2021. Hopefully, we can take another trip and we can, as they say, unpack that one as well. Everybody out there, as I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.
1: Bye.